Welcome to the Playing the Game podcast with your hosts, Brock White and Cody Ransom. This podcast is the place for all things baseball, hunting, and entrepreneurship. These two guys have put in the work and have the stories and advice to back it up. Brock is a longtime business owner, and Cody played pro ball for over 18 years. Driven deep to left field. There it goes. See ya. A long home run for Cody Ransom. The one thing that brings these two guys together is hunting. Babe Ruth said it best. Never allow the fear of striking out to keep you from playing the game. This is the Playing the Game podcast, presented by Rolly White RV. This is Cody Ransom along with... Brock White. How's it going? What's up? Who do we got here? So today, we are here with the uh, dick part of Dick Pen podcast. (laughs) Dick Uh, for hire. That's right. Zach Cates. Zach Cates. What's going on, buddy? Zach Cates. What is the last name? Cates. Cates. C-A-T-E-S. So how did you become the dick out of Dick Pen? I play... So my pen... His name's Jake Bolick, but he's a published author. So he's written like some 20 self-help books and whatever. Oh, so cool. he's a pen. Yeah. I'm pretty matter of fact, kind of like your boy Cody over here. And uh, many would say that I'm a dick. I don't know why you have to be the dick when you're just an honest guy. You're just real. Hey, people skate away from the truth, brother. That's what things go now. No, they just have a loose relationship with the truth. <laughs> I like, I like that loose. definition for sure. They have a casual if it doesn't meet their narrative, they change it. Yeah, like, okay. you know, certain news agencies have a very loose relationship with that. Well, they have a direct narrative that they're promoting, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I've, I've also, t- today, probably at least twice, been uh, accused of uh, being the dick part of dick pen today. You? Just, yeah, just, why? You know, you know, people don't like the truth. is is exactly what it is. You know, I was honest with some people today, and well, that's me. So, it is what it is. I, um, I'm considered the mean brother. Just so you know. Yeah, well, is that mean, funny? I'm the mean brother. Yeah, you're the mean. You are a mean guy, and I'm not. <laughs> well, mate, you know, just to animals, pedophile, mature deer, elk. They need yeah, to go down. They they do. If that's why you're the mean guy for feeding everybody, um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So how did how did Zach and Cody meet? It's a good question. We um, where did we meet along the way? So Zach Zach is a Zach's my Zach is a local guy. Why don't you tell about your background a little bit, and then we can get yeah. into where we Where'd you met. go to high school? I went to Corona del Sol in Tempe. I went to uh, Mesa Community College. Then went to Oklahoma State. Played a couple years, minor leagues. You're an Okie. I am a cowboy. 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 Cowman. The other one. Yep. No, the other one's a Sooner. Yeah, right. Sooner. But talk when about you that. go to Oklahoma, aren't you like just an Okie? That's if you're from there. I from think. there. I think you have to be. He's a Zony. I'm a Zony. I'm an honorary do you, Okie. Do you like Oklahoma? I do. I do. Yeah, cool. if I were to sell everything and uh, move out and live a simpler life and get like a little farm, that would be one of the spots that uh, would be financially feasible to do it and retire tomorrow. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm game. I just can't get my my kids on board. Yeah, that's nice. Tough, tough my show. wife said, "Well, you know, when did we have a choice when we were growing up?" I said, "Yeah, it's a good point. Good point, babe. Games yeah. change. Let's no, go. Like, I can't get my wife on board. Well, like, you're I, getting closer. I think maybe mine maybe. wants to sell. So, so Zach is, uh, you know, finished up. He played baseball through uh, through college. What played, position? Played in the minor leagues a little bit. First and third. First and third. So you left, have a left quick glove. Hitter. Lefty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how's a lefty work left-handed at third? Hitter. Left-handed hitter. Is that different? Hitter. Right-handed throws. thrower. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. It's good. You know. I like that. And um, so then he kind of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, got into uh, like real estate. And so Zach's my realtor. That's how, you know, he's done a good job for me. Um, but had a, uh, had a, what would we call that? It a not really. It wasn't a business. It was like a. Or it could have been, I guess, the VIP athlete. It's still a business. It is, but it's. Um, he started this thing that was pretty cool. Um, tell everybody about that just a little bit, and we'll. Uh, so, two thousand nine was my first full year in real estate. Closed like one deal. Got my license middle end of eight. Just out of the set. When did you graduate? Broke. When did you get done with? Because you played single A, right? All the way up to double A, yeah. Double A. And then you went to real estate right after that? No, I went back to OSU, got my degree. You finished up your degree? Yeah, ran my, helped my dad run um, our family furniture business for a little bit. And he's like, you know, you got an economics degree, you're good with numbers. Why don't you do this mortgage thing? So I got into lending. And then it was like at the tail end, you know, so everything was crashing. I, yes. I'm going freaking broke. And I'm like, I got to do something. Guy said, well, hey, I'll buy a house from you and you can do the loan at the same time. Go get your real estate license. So I did that, and that was Double one deal dipped. that I did. Nice. Yeah, helped out on both. But so oh nine, I also had the epiphany to start the VIP athlete, which you know, if you hang around athletes long enough, it doesn't matter if you're a minor league guy or you're Alex Rodriguez, you know, making thirty million a year. People always think you're rich and treat you like a meal ticket. Yes. And so it's really important to vet people and to get quality vendors. And you know, just being born and raised here, I have a lot of connections locally. So when guys come in town for spring training, I'd help them out with rental properties and whatever. And, um, you know, hey, I want to watch. Okay, here's a watch guy. Hey, you know, I I want golf. Okay, we got these golf courses, like so, whatever. So the VIP athlete, you help them not get taken advantage of? Pretty much. It's a uh, password-protected site that connects them basically with my Rolodex, and we get preferential treatment, whether it's a velvet rope, red carpet service, or it's a pretty significant discount. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, yeah. But then it my, was really in, in 2009 too, that was my first full year in real estate and it, I sold 63 houses my first year and that kind 63. of, yeah, well in that in 2009, the volume was just under 9 million. So, you know, I sold 26 or 27 last year and it's, so obviously prices have dramatically increased since we were in a crash, yes. but that was kind of put in like the VIP athlete would be a passion thing. If I could flip flop incomes, I'd love to do it because it's just like, I do it anyways, and I'm doing it for free. So if yeah. I could get paid for it, great. But it's not, a no big free deal. thing you do for the athletes. Yeah, kind of my way to give back. That's awesome. Give back to a game that I never made any money at. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really cool. Like I, all the guy, I remember all the guys had uh, when I first found out about it. They are you know, shirts. Everybody had a shirt and a hat. It was VIP athlete wearing it around, and uh, he does a thing every spring, a little uh, like kind of VIP athlete party that you know everybody in town for spring training and stuff comes to and. 
it's it's a cool little thing, man. It's it's good. Well, it's a way to stay connected, too, yeah. right? Like you can stay connected to the sport and be relevant in a way. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's it's a good way to keep in contact with your boys. And like I had some grandiose ideas about doing like an app or you know mobile site where you could kind of have like a Facebook connect. And we had all the players on there. You'd be like, man. I remember this dude that I played with, you know, back in 04. I wonder what he's doing. You can go scroll in, see if he's in there, and go hit him up. Never came to fruition. I got screwed over, dropped 100 grand on an app, and these guys bent me over. Yeah. And uh, just kind of pissed me off. So I was like, well, we'll just keep it simple, stupid, and yeah. and keep doing what we're doing. Works and works. That's so, cool. Yeah. You know, plus, it's my time, too, because in real estate and VIP athlete. I'm the sole proprietor of both. I don't have an assistant. don't have a transaction coordinator. You're all by yourself. Totally, yeah. That's cool. Well, it's cool. I mean, it's a lot of work, but what else you got to do? You don't have to deal with employees. That's cool, too, sometimes. That is a it, it big depends, plausible depends, benefit. It depends on the employees, but they can get tough sometimes, too. Yes. So. Not to worry about anybody wrecking your name, too. Yeah, that's I for sure. have that problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say, hey, that it's RV guy's a dick. Guy. He's like, no, I didn't even talk to that guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. We have 50 employees, and not all of them are the best. There's a lot that are awesome. And then you have turnover, and it's a mess, and you still got to find people. And, but the majority are great. So is business. Agreed. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, finding the ones that are the good ones to keep around. Or once you find them, you got to keep them. You got to keep them. Got to keep them. So I'm sure you've made a lot of connections doing – has the VIP athlete brought business to your real estate? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, inherently I think it does. I, I don't know that – I can't, like, quantify a number on it because I think it would probably be the same whether I did that or not. Yeah. But it's all about sending, you know, business to – our referral network and, and keeping it tight, especially in these times, you know, when small business is getting crushed, it's really good to be like, Hey, go to the trusted guys, go to trusted guys. You know, they're not going to screw you over. And then if you're going to have anybody make money, rather have it be your family and close friends than anybody else. Absolutely. And I, I have this thing that like, if you're just honest and you return phone calls, like you're going to have like, and then there's no chance you could be working commercial real estate because they never answer their phone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is true leave a message leave a message do you ever do message. you don't do commercial though right I've right. sold a couple buildings I don't do rentals and stuff like that but yeah if the deal's big enough I'll get in there yeah it's there's some big deals, it's worth man. it yeah no I don't get into it we got a building we need to get yes we need your help you might need your we help need Zach HQ yeah well we might be able to find a little proper building for the HQ the HQ <laughs> we know the building we just don't know if it's too we, big or the price. You know I mean? don't know that. I just said I know the building. Yeah. Cody's the cheapest dude on the buy, though, and then he's like, man, my house is worth 20% more when I sell it than, you know. Yeah, you know. but you know it's worth 20% more, too. Well, 20% over market. Yeah, why not? It's going to keep going just up. go for it. You know. it's, about, it's about supply and demand, Zach. Yeah. Thank you for the lesson, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. Did I mention I have an economics degree? <laughs> so Then you should know. Grasp that quite well, thank you. Then how you would you, know. like, how many people say, like, oh, man, I wish I could just go sell a house and make that kind of money. That must be easy. Probably, like, 80,000 real estate agents in the state. I got an email, like, I took three and a half months off this year, and I think I sold 19-something last year. Yeah. 
uh, in COVID year. And uh, it was like a th- I was ranked in like the top 300 yeah. in the state. And I was like, cool. Like, Who cares? But there's, they tell you there, there's like 40-something thousand agents in Maricopa County. 40,000. In Maricopa County. <laughs> there's people oh. with like 80,000. There's like 80,000 active licenses or something like that statewide. Jeez. It's nuts. That's everybody and their mom's got one. But, I mean, that it kind of waters down the industry. You got to be careful because there's so many gimmicks out there and just some shady cats. What do you think opinion. about the We Buy Ugly Homes? They've been around a while. I mean, I mean, like, that whole – there's not just them, but, like, all the people. I get, like, ten text messages a day about, we want to buy, like – I get like, them, too. Stop calling me. I always get them on this condo that Ollie Modami and I own together. I'm like, yeah. hey, Ollie. And I was like, this isn't Ollie, but Why? are you interested in selling this? And I give them some crooked number, they don't text back. And I was I, like, I told you. I guess, like, it works for some people, right? Hey, I'll say, <laughs> wouldn't be calling. There's an idiot born every day, bro. You know? I just don't get it, man. No, just like the ease of, like, the offer pads and the Zillow offers. And amazingly, Zillow comes out buying houses and... Next thing you know, you go check your Zestimate, and the value dropped 10%. Oh, because they're buying houses now. Yes. and they, I don't trust Zillow. No, I don't. I, don't I trust, think it's way cheaper. I think it's probably Democratic run. But Zillow offer up, like, or offer pad, and, you know, all these groups that do it. It's like, you got to understand, these are publicly traded companies now. And they're going. Their, their goal is to make money. Their Absolutely. goal, like you could say, oh, it's the ease and whatever. Well, cool. I'll go through a little pain and list my house and have a couple showings to get top dollar versus you low-blowing me so you can come out here and flip it. Yep. Absolutely. I'll do it. Yes. So, I, I mean, they're, they charge you a full 6%. They pay, oh, we'll pay the title fees. Cool. You have an open title policy and it costs you 1500 bucks. But you're getting all that commission and then they go relist the house and, you know, the goal is to at least break even and. I mean, I've seen them absolutely murder some places. They offered me three ten. I'm sorry, yeah, three ten on my old house, the the one on Elgin mm-hmm. or whatever, and I sold it for three fifty five and forty eight hours. Forty eight hours. Yeah, it's. I feel like a house is some people's investments, and then you have these people that just want to take advantage of you. Yep. And rip you. I guess that's any market. They people want to rip you. Like There's a clever things. investor philosophy where they go knock on doors and lowball people and double escrow it, tie yes. up your house and then yeah. Yep, heard I've heard all the stories. Been lucky enough if you can recognize them then That's why you just stick with people that are trusted and tried. Like, you know, if Cody trusts you then that means you're good to go. And if you have a good, you know, mortgage guy that everybody, you stick with them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just word of mouth. And, and experience. Like, and you get what you pay for. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I've had, I've had good experiences with Zach, with Zach and, and uh, I mean, he just, you know, my grandma and uncle both passed away this past year, and, you know, he took care of houses for my mom and, and uh, got the cabin up in Pine Top and, like, you know, Probably going to do a couple more deals in the next little few months here. So getting ready uh, to do their other house here. It's getting pic- pictures taken tomorrow. Mom's house, yeah. Your then, mom's house, yeah. And then probably going to do our house too. But 
That's the one to keep. Just start the problem pictures. is just start taking pictures, bro. I got a, I got a friend that I'm like, hey, I'll go video it. He's like, oh, I got to talk to Erica. But by the time I go video it, it's going to be up another ten percent. So I'm like, oh, now it's out of his budget. Depends started on, out depends like depends that he needs to raise his budget. It started out what? It started it started at like one two five, and then it's one three five, and now it's one five. It could be two by the end of the week. I don't know. I but mean, you're at we're in a good area. Now? No, I'm not. But you should be. Sure, why not? See. You should you should be at one eight, because <laughs> like everybody these, that's listening, this is all this track homes are crap right now. They're the track homes are going for one three. What track homes? These Somerset track homes that are on half acre. Yeah, these new ones that are going up. They're one uh, three. It's yeah. Well, they also they also have the one. Uh, was it the White Wing on Power? Right Power Ellsworth. Yeah, you know that one. Toll House. Toll Brothers. They yeah. got that thing listed at like two million. Yeah, it's a you can list it at whatever hell you want to. Yeah, you ain't well, getting that. Yeah, that one with the bar, like the hidden bar, like it's rad. Yeah, it's. Weird. I was like, I would have bought that thing for nine hundred. There's one across. <laughs> the, there's one across the street right here uh, yeah. in this white wing. The the model. Uh huh. Amazing. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, that's just right here. The one on Jermaine. Yeah. And no, Greenfield. no, no, not that one. There's another one out there. It's like Power and Riggs. Uh, past Sossman, I think. Could be sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Just the other one's Seville across the street right here from Brock. And it's like the model on the uh-huh. the last one. Amazing house. And they had a list of like two four. No, the problem. I was like, hold on a second. That's that's a little ridiculous. Wait, but if like you're not getting that at the other right white wing, door. like White Wing at, at Jermaine, like where Jeppy's place was, you ain't gonna get that there. I'm sorry. Problem with White Wing. This Pine, one you can see tiny the temple streets. from. Oh boy. Yeah, temple. <laughs> This is Mormon <laughs> Mecca, dude. This is the Mecca. It is. You, that's why you can get one eight. That's why you get one eight. <laughs> he just raised it three hundred on you. It's one eight, right there. I'm out of his budget. Guess now. what? One eight. Why is it out of? His, what he wants to buy the it? The guy's budget. That wants that's to that's buy a it. really good thing that uh, I can buy an RV for about five grand at his place too. Then I mean, it's just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Come on, there, listen to me. If you get your sand car, listen, ten grand. Listen, good deal. Listen, it is a good. You deal. ready? I want Eleanor for five. Listen, you give me one eight. <laughs> I got your I got your RV. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but dude, if he gets you one eight, you got your RV he, and paying off my cabin already. You know he you get one eight. You know no. the commission he's gonna get. I do. That's what I'm saying. I, he's if he gets commission, listen. If he gets me one eight, I'll still buy his RV. What's the commission on one eight? I don't know. That's almost he only 60, char- he only charges almost, me like two percent. So it's that's almost sixty grand. I only charge him two percent over market. Right, two <laughs> percent over market, dude. And the commercial market price today is eight. But commercial's eight percent, right? Commercial's more. There's, there's no set rule. Well, when I bought my when I bought my building, it, we bought it for one two, and the real estate fee was seventy G's. That's six percent. And he took us to the spaghetti factory. Oh boy! Oh, you get to eat too? Yeah, he's like, hey, let me. I'm at in. least he dined us before he's, you know. I'm in. At Spaghetti Factory, though. I'm like, could we go to, like... That makes you, you feel eat. like a baller. All I want a eat. damn steak. I don't want spaghetti. Tell that dude to bring some fucking Happy Meals next time. I know. Like, <laughs> let's go to Jack in the Box. Hey, Hamburg guys, so I got these. We're going to um, have a picnic inside your new uh, million-dollar commercial building. I brought Happy Meals. Like, I hope you get the boy toy. I want to bring Hamburglar to you. Well, oh. Wendy's got some. I need a Happy Meal. It's for a boy. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyways... Anyways, so Zach, without question, will get the most for his house. Yeah, it's just we're yeah. we're gonna, by the by the time he's was done concerned. with it, it's gonna be two. If he's gonna upgrade it with another two hundred grand, then it's gonna be two go. mil. 
I'll you want to get and remodel, you're not going to move. I'll tell you right now, I'll put 200 grand in if you give me two for it. Yeah, let's just leave it as it is, buddy. Okay, I was going to say. No problem, done. I was saying, you think we're in Arcadia getting 500 bucks for Well, it? that's why I was saying, no problem, done. Yeah, well, there is a problem. Well, you, just, you just said if you put 200 grand in, we're doing it. Anyway. Well, that was based off you saying your house is worth one eight. So I I didn't say that. You put two hundred like grand into it, you might be able to get to like a million six. Obviously, might be worth the, it too. The real estate. You went, won't move if you do it though. Yeah, the, real, you know, from '09 and now the real estate went pretty good for you. Never lost money on a deal. Not starting tomorrow. So, and guess what? Like I feel like just by meeting you right now, you put a lot of work in it. Like you you grinded it out. This is the second time you met me. I know, second time, and I threw a... I was making sure he wasn't like Miguel Montero that I meet that guy for the first time every time. <laughs> well... How'd you doing, bro? And yeah, my name's Miguel. The first time sitting down, chit-chatting. Yeah. The first time I was like, throw this damn thing in there. Here's yeah. a Traeger. I was like in my pajamas. Here's two, dra- here's two Traegers. I need yeah. to get another one too, by the way. You, you need another one? Yeah, I don't like that little tailgater one. He got my tailgater and took it to the cabin. Why would you take a tailgater? Because it was the one I had. Uh, not the tailgate, but the small one. Not the, the Ranger? Not the tailgater, but like the... The Ranger. Remember the one I had originally? I don't know what you had. Just a small one. So you need another 780? That'd be preferable. I like that one. The seven, It's just 780. Perfect. You don't want to go five feet, you know. We've been getting down on some of that dryage meat, man. It's so, boy. Yeah, it's good. I got yeah. it down. Yeah. Speaking of Traegers, Zach's recently gotten into hunting. Yes. He's kind of addicted. So, when did you want to get, what attracted you to it? Um, all my friends did it, and I was kind of like, whatever, but I just started buying firearms about a year and a half ago. I, d- I didn't buy one before. Was Welcome to the club of fun. Thank you, sir. Club but of fun. I, club of fun. I think it was more of a mental thing where I didn't trust myself, and that's why I didn't have a firearm. Well, that's good. And that's then once really good. the world started to go a little batshit crazy, I was like, I need one to protect me and my now family. Now I trust myself. And then there's no point owning a firearm if you're not going to work at it, you're not going to practice, and you're not going to get good at shooting and, and be proficient in whatever you do. So that naturally led to hunting. And in between that, then Josh Hader got me into shooting bows. He's lefty. I'm lefty, which is weird. I bat lefty. I throw right-handed. I shoot, shoot left-handed. Lefty. You shoot left. You- I golf right, putt right. Bat left. Like, oh. He's like Wesley. Wesley's like that. Yeah. All jacked up. But well, it's yeah, weird because usually a left-handed hitter is, is right-eye dominant. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, you know, kind of the way your eyes work. And you would you would hope anyway. Yeah. I'm right-eye dominant as a right-handed hitter, but, like, I don't know, visually. I think that's the way lefty is, though, too, because this is – I feel like this is, your, is. this is your focus eye, right, because you're here. I'm right. Well, this is the one that tracks I'm the ball. I'm definitely right-eye dominant. Yeah. I, I know a lot of left-handed hitters that are right-eye dominant, and a lot of right-handed hitters are left-eye dominant. Really? That I've talked to. I'm not that way. Um, but you would think, you know, shooting, you got to have left, left eye. Like, I've watched. Well, given you're in the big leagues, I think you got it right. I probably had it wrong. Uh, you see my numbers. And so. I, ne- I never saw spin, so. That's well, you were there for a little bit, so you're little, better little than bit. both of us. Oh, you have one day in the show? That's one more than I had. That's good. <laughs> But yeah, I got, so my friend started hunting. I was like, I have Crohn's disease. So as soon as my stomach was able to handle it, handle it, um, I went. So I went with my buddy, Luke Scott, who played in the show for a while too. And he's actually flying out on Monday. And was this your first year? This is my first year hunting. Yeah. And you went to 55 backcountry elk. 
Yeah, I went Colorado. to Gunnison, Colorado. Which is the most beautiful place, in my opinion, on earth. It is the most. So my wife went out there with us first day, eat at the campfire, whatever. Where'd you stay? I camped there. Where? Where? In the woods. Like, do you know <laughs> where, though? Like, what part of 55 did you camp in? I don't even remember. See, it, 55 is where I killed my biggest mule deer I've ever killed. I don't even know if it was 55. Did you? Oh, you did you see mule deer? Yeah, a bunch. They have the, that is shit ton of dough. That that is the biggest. That's where the some of the biggest mule deer in the world live, is that area. I don't care big or small. I just want to eat them. I look at things now and I'm like, wonder what you taste like. But that it's just cool to be in a Good. spot where there's like, <laughs> yeah, land of giants. It was so we the next morning we went. He's like, hey, I got our spot like pretty much where I think we're gonna hit him. Yeah. And his friend, his name's Michael something. This, so this guy is like the biggest big game hunter you've ever you met in your life. archery or are you rifle? This one's rifle. And what gear do you have? Um, I have a Desert Tech 300 Wind Mag. Okay. What, uh, what's the coat? Uh, it's a Leupold. Uh, I don't even know. It's like the VX whatever. MK5 HD something. And what? Is it a 5 by 20 Five by twenty-five. That's a good question. I don't something know. like that. Something like that. That's a C. Is yours a C? Mm-mm. Oh, we're good. No, no, it works. No, no, it doesn't. I got that. And you then my buddy get you one. No, we're good. And my buddy Luke. Uh, hey, the built demon, all my ammo. The demon for me. has one in it. Demon's fine. I'm not taking that cover off it. Sorry, technical difficulties. We're back. So you have a five. What do you dial? Do you shoot long? It's range? MOA. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Luke got me from about 250 yards, which I first started shooting, to 1,100 in about a month and a half. You, He's a good trainer. What do you use for your dope? Do what you have an app or do you have a G7, a SIG? An uh, app. And what range finder are you using? Uh, Leopold 2,800-something or other. So you range and then use your app to know what to dial. Right. Well, actually, he was... Your he spotter. gives you calculations, yeah. So he tells you what to dial. Correct. What about windage? What do you use for windage? He's got that. The uh, Kestrel? Yeah, something. Or does he go get to his phone? No, he has got a little handheld one. Yeah, and then he a little holds it up, and then he tells you. Yeah, you, it tells you. Do you hold? Or air you, density and. Yeah, the barometric pressure. Barometric pressure and, and wind. Yeah, so the barometric pressure tells you your altitude. Yeah. Which And then the, the wind. Would Which in Gunnison, it was 11,400 feet. Yeah. Did you hold or did you dial for wind? What, what do you do? I didn't take a shot. But if you're practicing, when would you? When I was practicing, I would, would you, hold. You'd hold a hold for wind, dial oh. for elevation. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So you were you went early. They were out there 10 days before we were. And what binos do you have? Leupold, something or other. My, one of my friends knows the CEO <laughs> some of... Others. of Leopold. Leopold, there you go. And do you have a tripod? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What kind of tripod? I have a death grip something or other. Oh, you have a death grip. Like a bog pod? Yeah, like that. Did you use it for your binos or just your gun? Uh, both, but I didn't really have to use it for my binos because we would sit in glass and stick them on your knees. And then he has all the other stuff. He's all Swarovski and... The Swarrow. Night, so Night Force and... Yeah, I could go broke if I bought everything he has. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wild. That's, Every year, that is the point. And, that, point and the dude has a couple of those thermals. By the way, he's going to check and see what he paid for him, and, and let me know. Uh, that's awesome. So you you guys found some bulls, and you named them. We named them. So we had 
Let's, what what'd you name them? Uh, there was big five-by-fives. We called them Mutumbo. Mutumbo. And then there was this one that kind of had, it was smaller, and it just looked like a pedophile. He had kind of a little messed up rack. <laughs> you call him Epstein? We called him Epstein. Yes. Um, and then we had this one that was really light colored, so we called him Eminem. Eminem. And then there, the other one was a um, Riggins. He was a four by four. Riggins. Like, like the running back from the Redskins. That's cool, man. So we did that. But opening day, we get out there. Well, first of all, we hike the next day, and they call it the Trail of Tears. I call it the fucking Holocaust. We were gone for eight and a half hours. I almost <laughs> died. And John Kerry is Luke's trainer for like 13 years. This dude trains beasts. He works out all the time. He's behind me, and he's like, Man, I was just thinking, like, if a mountain lion comes, I'm not going to try to stick my hand down his throat and, and stop him from biting me. I'm like, here's my jugular. <laughs> Help me out. End it. What pack did you have? How much weight were you carrying? I have a Kuyu, a 20, it's like a day and a half pack. It's like, 20, I think it's 2,300. You have a lot of things working against you on that right there. You got the elevation, and you got your first, probably your first real hike. How about being out of shape? Out of shape. Ele- the elevation you're used to f- 1600 feet and you're going to 11,000 bro the bi- the it's worst big thing difference. was it was like 11 to 20 foot inclines and plus you're hiking up and down right I'm and guessing. we were on our ass like sliding down some of the hills and you had to walk back up those are hills. you above tree line uh where we started yeah we were up on this big rim and then we went back down it was a, it was a shit show dude we were wow. dying laughing how at, far at of a hike? After, how many, like was, how many miles? It was, was it? eight and a half hours, and I think it was, it was like nine miles. Jeez, you need to find like a electric bike. <laughs> I, you need a drone. I need drone. a horse. <laughs> yes. That's what I need. That's why I told him too. I was like, if we do this, I'm pulling out the Amex. I'm buying horses for everybody because I I know you guys want to pack out shit. If it's down there, call reinforcements. Ain't happening. Llamas. I'm all in on llamas. Pack llamas. Have you heard? Have you heard any podcasts about llamas? Mm-mm. It's so awesome, dude. I want to. I wanted to buy one. You can put them in the back of your truck. They throw, eat, them, throw them in the they, back. They eat rice patties. You just bring a thing of rice patties. Rice cakes, right? Yeah, rice cakes, and you don't have to bring water. No kidding. And they go wherever you can go. Three dollar rice. That's like cakes. American Gangster when Denzel's like, "That's alpaca. You blot that shit." Yeah. <laughs> yep. They spit on you. Yeah. But yeah, so then we went. We're on this same ridge the whole time and on these things every day. Opening day comes. We're out there. We're following the rules. We're waiting until, like, it wasn't even first light you could shoot. It was, like, 7.06 or something like that. So we're watching. We're like, come on. Like, come let's on. go. And so the, the Matumbo's up top, and then you had Matumbo's uh, rocking. Riggins and Epstein. You had them all. We, we had three out of four. They're and so there. I was, like, 14.50. 13 and the other one was 11 so i was like i got epstein i wanted epstein, epstein. Was, I'm, I'm happy to kill pedophiles so pedophile hunter right here yep amen uh so luke had he's got a 338 lapua suppressors desert tech and he has a 28 nozzler and he said if we had to do it all over again would have just snapped that top one and go but anyways we're waiting for first light and a bit matumbo up top he didn't get spooked but he kind of looks to the left and he just backs in the woods the other two are like where'd a big boy go Oh, he's over there. We're going to go over there. We didn't see him for four days. Ten minutes later, this dude and his son are just walking through um, downwind from these guys. And I was yeah, like, this is my go. first hunt? Yeah. Even I know not to do that shit. Like, that's like. Welcome to Colorado. Way to play the wind. You, you got the pumpkins are showing up. 
And they're mm-hmm. pumpkin all over the place. I learned about pumpkin, too. I didn't read the damn handbook, and the warden stopped us. We had to send her yeah. pictures. We had orange and orange and orange and orange. I was like, ma'am, you got to understand, orange is my favorite color. First of all, this first woman that's ever admitted that she was wrong, she's like, how many, how, many, how many bullets can you fit in your mag? And I said, five. She's like, all right. And she's like, wait, it's five plus one. It's six. And I go, we asked how many I could put in my magazine. I get, you're I, not walking around with one in the the, no, the what, tube. No, you're not walking around with one in the chamber. And so anyway, she goes back, makes a phone call, and so we all have the same rifles. Like this is bad. This is real bad. Yeah. The warden's making a call. You well, know, she never call, good when the but she makes comes a call. back and she said, uh, "I'm wrong." Okay, I just talked to him. I was wrong. Sorry, guys. Like you, you can have five plus one. That's good. I was like, "Oh, phew. thanks, thanks." And she's like, she was gonna write me a ticket because first. The Trail of Tears day, I would, had, like, this Kuyu wool beanie on, and it got so fucking wet. Like, it didn't dry. Like, it froze overnight and whatever, and it, it, it wasn't dry. So was I put the on, orange? Was it orange? Yeah, it was orange. So I put on the Sitka beanie, which had a little bit of orange, but it wasn't solid orange. And uh, she's like, yeah, you got to have solid orange. And then one of the guys had, like, an orange vest on, but it was, like, tattered and had, like, some spray paint and stuff on it or whatever. No, that's not right. Had to do that. Uh, so why she, why do they have to be picky? I don't know. Like she was try. giving me shit. I was you like, were trying. My first time hunting, lady. Like, you, why don't you pick on the big boy? They do this shit all the time. They yeah, my best time. here. But, but she ended up letting us go. Thanks, warden. Like the wardens are the worst. Like you have a first time hunter. Let's make it enjoyable so they come back. If you Stimulate give them a ticket. I've run across a few that are, like, helpful and, like, I've run across hey, zero. A couple herds over here, you know, like. None. They're all. There's been, there's one up uh, in in unit uh, one that we ran across. And, my, I mean, my grandpa knew him. My dad knew him. You know, he's, he's known the family for a long time. So, it was a little, yeah, it's just, you know, go down over there and. Check it you out. might see something over you there. Might. Yeah, so. He's, but he's friends with you guys, so. Well, like, we don't. Not friends, but like have run across him for years. You know what yeah. I mean. So, they but that's, that's burgers. literally like the only one that I've ever met that's any kind of decency, even polite. Huh? Yeah, Luke. Yeah. Get, there was a guy that they um, we parked the Sprinter at his house. His name was Michael Grossi, I think it was. This guy, you guys like me going in there didn't do it justice because I'm just learning, and Luke's like he's been there before, so. You know, he's seen all his heads and everything he has in there. This yeah. dude has had pictures in front of the Kremlin, you know, back when it was Russia or USSR <laughs> or whatever it was, Soviet Union. And they would call him and said, Michael, we have this record yak and we need you to come take him out. Oh, sweet. And they go do it. He get calls from Africa. He's a big guide and everything. They're oh, like, hey, this elephant stormed this village. We need you to come out. And he called one of his murder. buddies that wanted to take out the elephant. You do that. You get a picture. The tusks go to the government and the village eats the elephant. Sounds like Pete. But this Pete, guy, dude, Pete murdered a lot of stuff. Yeah, this guy. So Luke said he could be in Boone and Crockett probably a thousand times. And he never applied. And I was like, why don't you do that? He goes, I know I did it. I got no. pictures that show I did it. He goes, I don't care. Here's the thing. He goes, I, I don't need the accolades. I would never apply either. He's probably, he's probably hiding. He could be, man. Probably, probably hiding from that dude was so helpful of a medicine though. They, he knew everything about it. Like, oh, there's this one and that. Oh, have you seen that one? And, you know, he knew everything. Just a little guy, and his son hunts too. And, I mean, these guys are savages. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
That's cool, man. That's when I learned what a, a non-typical deer was and typical deer. and Like, I I was probably looking at some. It'd be like if you somebody had a Honus Wagner rookie car, you wouldn't realize that that's a million bucks sitting there. That's kind of the experience where I'm like, I don't know ro- yep. what I really just saw, but I'm, I know it was awesome. You know, all yeah. these heads and everything. Like, it was pretty cool. He had these, like, real little deer, too. The gem buck. Uh, maybe. Coos deer? They weren't coos deer. Smaller than that. They were, like, midget deer. Like, from Africa? I don't know where they were from. That'd I think be, they're from here, somewhere. But they're, like, here. the heads are, like, this big. Wouldn't be from they're here, little. I don't think. They'd gem, be, I thought it would be the, gem Yeah, buck. the little, they look, like, almost a baby. Yeah. Like yeah. a little horn. Like a little Africa. baby goat type yeah. thing. Except it had a, like, a rack was, like, you know, normal size for that. That type of deer. I know there's a small deer in South America, like in Chile. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen the one in Africa. That uh, yeah. or there's one in the jungle in Africa, like the Congo. That's really small. Yeah, I remember Jim Shockey shooting it with a pellet gun. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, I'll text Luke and ask him. So did I guess uh, the hunt didn't end well? It didn't for me. So my son's birthday was a 27th. I missed it, but the party was that uh, that Friday or Saturday, so I had to get back. And we, I st- so I stayed another four days, and we were grounding and pounding and doing anything we could, and just fuckers disappeared. But you found Matumbo again, right? Well, Luke, John, and Noah, Noah's his brother, and John's his trainer, um, good buddy. They ended up getting them either that Sunday or Monday. They got three. They so shot three. They got three, yeah. Hammer yeah, down. down. Hammer time, huh? Yeah, he was texting me. He's like, man, this elk meat tastes really good. And I was like, fuck, you bring some out. Just you send want, it. Do you you want, don't even need to bring it. Do you want well, some? Well, he's flying out. Of course I want some. Well, I'll give you some. Okay. <laughs> we can eat it in my... Freezers. We can in the, eat it in my in Eleanor when you give her to me. Well, that one's going to cost you something. Five grand, right? That's Eleanor's we, we not going to cost I, Funny thing is... Um, I have an appraisal. They're getting appraised tomorrow. On Eleanor? Yeah, the C10 and the Eleanor. Yeah? The insurance is requiring me to appraise them. Hmm. So, yeah. Probably a good idea. Yeah, it is, because if they get stolen or whatever. But, or irreplaceable. Put a tag yeah. on that. Yeah. Those are awesome. Um, they, Rusty Ryle used to have a Mustang that, you know, that orange one. Bought it at Barrett and then like uh, oh, yeah. went to sell it and Jim put it up on the on the lift and it was like, dude, you know there's all this rust underneath there. Never knew. Thought it was per so. Yeah, that mm. sucks. That's why when I bought spending forty I, grand on an, on an old ass Mustang, you should probably look under underneath yeah. there. Yeah, Somebody I had my that painter out. that built it. I had him buy the the car before we built it because he looked for all the rust. Because some rust you can fix and some you can't. So I let him figure it out. I love old cars. I'm just, I'm the least mechanical person on the planet, so. Oh, you just find the right builders. But you got to watch out for the vampires. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick with my buddies at Earnhardt and stick to Ford. Ford. There you go. You're a Ford guy. You're a Ford guy, too. He just got the trimmer. The trimmer? Yeah. What's the trimmer? It's a... They F-350 make it F two fifty and three fifty. It's like an off road suspension package, like the Raptor, quasi. Not as not as I had a Raptor before. I mean, it was a great truck. Don't get me wrong, but I had a three fifty Dually before that. I really thought the Dually drove better on the street. Like 
No bullshit. People are like, there's no fucking way. No, seriously, I really did. I liked being higher up. It was super smooth. And the Raptor's smooth too, but you just, after you drive diesel, do you want that power? Like, yeah. You can't tow shit with the back. Raptor. And yeah. You, you take it off back. road and it's like, you got to be careful because it feels like you're driving a Can-Am and you're like, don't want to break this like a Can-Am. Yeah. yeah people, just, you're driving a $70,000 car on the dirt and then, like, do you really want to jump it? I did, but I didn't. Yeah, like you want to, but you you shouldn't. It, no, it should be a road princess. It yeah. should just look really pretty and wash it, and make sure it looks pretty. That's what I did. And then the can they hold their value really good though. You, the can M you beat the shit out of. I do. You that break too. that. I wake oh. up in the morning, my friend, and I piss excellence. We go out in the trails <laughs> up there. I, I will. I will. Luke Scott will tell people. He's like, one thing I will tell you: you can go out in the trails. He can drive. I can. I'll get it. We That's just cool. we just become one with that Maverick, you know, and just get going. I just bought the Defender. I got one of those too. Yeah, how many you got? Two. Two the Defender and the Maverick. Yeah, and I got like a little one seventy for the kids, yeah. a little Razor. That's cool. I had a I had a night nineteen. It was like the black and the orange one, yeah. like silver. And I was taking it down to get that flash mod upgrade for the horsepower, or whatever. Yeah. And I washed it, everything, put it on the trailer, take it down, and. Dude down adrenaline is like, bro, you need to, so, <laughs> you need to call your insurance. Casa Grand? Yeah. yeah. One of our family friends owns it. And uh, so John Dravis is the guy. He's like, bro, you can call insurance. I was like, why? He goes, fucked up. I go, what's fucked up? He's like, there's a hole in the transmission. The frame is bent. I go, I just drove the thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. And I washed hole, it. Hole in the transmission? Yeah. I drove over a midget with a javelin or something. Just pop, Midget with right a javelin? <laughs> There's small people with javelins. Yeah. Whatever. Got to be careful so, here. Yeah. PG. This is, this is yeah. PG I, or PC? Uh, neither. We just yeah. speak truth. Yeah, that's a small person with a javelin for sure. They're hiding underneath the ground. Yeah, yeah. can't be very big. Yeah, but I don't remember bottoming out. But the twenties had more horsepower. I just did the flash mod to that. I haven't really. So what do you got? One ninety now? No, it's stock one ninety five, and now it's pushing like two thirty. I think. So is it the XR Max or whatever? Or the Maverick is the... Yeah, it's XRRR Turbo, something like... It's a seal now. It's or or or. So, it's the... Maverick is... They have the Can-Am X3, and then they have the Maverick, right? The X3 is the Maverick. It's the same thing. So, you got the X3. They used to have the Maverick. Yeah, which, which is... was a little bit more like a Razor. Yes. You know? Stands it, up taller. It looks like a Terex, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. So, now they have a Maverick's... A Maverick X3, which is whatever, and they make the DS, which is a little bit more narrow, and the RS, which so is a little bit... So you got the 72. More. They have a 64 and a 72. Yeah, whatever. Mine's the wider one. 72. Sure. Yeah. You know more about my car than I do. Um, I still drive it pretty damn good. That's cool. I know how to start it and you got, hit you got, that right pedal. You got paddles? No, I don't take it. I've never taken it to do Well, that's where we'll see how you can drive. That's yeah. where you find out how you can drive right there. You want to drive in the woods, though. It's... It's pretty good. Oh, um, dude, the woods. That's where you can get in trouble in the woods for sure. There's trees out there. Yeah, that's why you got to be a better driver. <laughs> yeah. The dunes is made for sand rails, though, bro. That's no, I, the, I went to the dunes X3. one time on a dirt bike, and my, my buddy was like, I can't believe you didn't fall. Like, he's like, everybody falls when they go out to dunes. I didn't fall. Like, I whatever. But I didn't like that it was like, I'd rather go ride the track where you had a start and a finish. You can gauge if you're getting faster, if you're improving and stuff like that. Out there, it felt like real wicked freestyle. 
and I was like, I wasn't hitting jumps and like doing crazy shit, you know, like I, I get off the ground 12 inches and I'm like, whoa, that was fucking big, yeah. you know, and so I didn't get it, but then I get my buddy's sand rail going a ride and I was like, oh yeah, th- th- this is what you need out here. This is crazy. But the X3, it runs almost as good as a sand car. That's like wiping before you poop. It don't make sense. Well, people you that got are, a 350. if you're good on the X3, you can run just as fast as sand cars. Well, didn't the guy, the guy, the Can-Am guy ran a stock Maverick X3. They put different tires on it for Baja or whatever you want it in that thing. So you see that, that Cowie KRX 1000 out uh-huh. there? I can hang with anybody in that. I can hang out. If we went out, I would be able to hang with you. It only has a hunter horse. It's a dirt bike though, right? No, it's uh, a the one else two-seater. But it's because of the suspension on it. The white one? Yeah, yeah wife, it's my wife's. <laughs> but that thing is awesome because the suspension eats up all the like all the people's horsepower. Like the suspension kills it. Because I can you're go. You're not hanging with sand rails in that thing. Absolutely. Really? Yep. How fast it go? As fast you want. <laughs> my Maverick. I, I've had my Maverick going like 88. Fast you want to go, man. And I think so it was like 100. But not, have not you seen yet. those whoops? The whoops? Yeah. I can go 70 in the whoops with that. Fair enough. Yep. I'm just sitting here listening because I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. The whoops get like. like I know what they are, but I've never been there and I've never driven. I've never been there. Now I know that hauls animals out of the middle of mountains. The rhinos. That's all I care about. That thing gets after it for real. Like that thing's murdering machine. Which defender did you get? HD 10, six-seater, that thing. That's the one I got, too, yeah. It fits the family, so. I got to do the horsepower upgrade to that, too, because we did, like, a little, <laughs> the little. Uh, the lift? Yeah, just we get a little more clearance, you know? Yeah. But, the stock one sits pretty low. Yeah, that's why. We, yeah, we but, put the 30, I think I put 31s on it, 32s. I forget. I think that's what we did, 32. Yeah. But, yeah, just get that clearance. But, yeah, you can tell it's a little heavier now, and it's a little clunkier. Like, you need a little more juice. Yeah. So, I guess we digress. We digressed a that, long time on that one. That was a big rabbit hole. It's the okay. Wa- the rat, the wife is going to critique that one. I did shoot a rabbit, speaking of rabbit holes. Oh. You talked about your I wife's love rabbit meat. car, though. Yeah, she, you sh- she should thank me. Yeah, So for sure. Um, you're, so, they shot three elk. Three out of four is good. Yeah. If, you if you were there, you would have killed if you were there. 100%. You would have at least stolen one of theirs. 100%. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, you going to go back next year on that hunt? Also can't miss your kid's birthday party. Not going to do that. Not going to be you that dad. You know what happened? I made sure all my kids were born in the spring. <laughs> You're celebrating coming home from elk season. <laughs> I was like, she's like, hey, I really want a baby there in the fall. I was like. You really want me to choose? Don't do that to me. And so we just chose the spring. Tired of going different places to get all you want? Looking for a program that offers everything? Are you interested in training, nutrition, baseball, softball, after school youth programs, hunting, or charity work? One Performance is an all inclusive program that offers training, advising, instruction, and opportunity for everyone from the beginner to the professional. 
With a staff compiled of some of the best in their fields, impressive backgrounds, and an unmatched passion for teaching and giving back, one performance is the first of its kind in Arizona. With the connections and background we have in the baseball community on a local and national level, from T-ball to the major leagues, one performance offers teams known as Arizona National BPA, opportunity for instruction, gameplay, and development in every aspect of the game, both physically and mentally. The staff at One Performance Training are some of the finest in their respective fields. They strive to educate, motivate, and assist every athlete in maximizing their abilities. Whether you're looking for an opportunity for a young athlete or a seasoned professional to surround themselves with like-minded coaches, mentors, and athletes, One Performance is the family you're looking for. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Ready for an escape? Ready for an adventure? Do you want to camp, hunt, hit the dunes, or just relax on the beach? Ruly White RV is the number one toy hauler dealer in Arizona for the past five years running. With a no-pressure culture and no dealer fees, they guarantee you a great price and a great experience as you purchase your very own toy hauler or travel trailer. Ruly White is family-owned and operated and is now expanded to five locations, including Mesa, West Phoenix, North Phoenix, Flagstaff, and Idaho Falls, Idaho. Whether you're looking for a toy hauler or travel trailer, fifth wheel or bumper pole, Rolly White can get you what you're looking for. They carry all the big names, including Genesis Supreme, Vortex, Attitude, Wolfpack, Raptor, Forest River, and the newly released Wanderer by Genesis. We all want to beat the heat or just escape the craziness and get outdoors. Let Rolly White help you get there by visiting any of our locations or checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and online at rollywhite.com. That's good. My yeah. kids were born in October and November, so. That's, at yeah. least you got elk hunt. The elk season, the archery elk is in September, so September. You're, you're safe. Unless you got a wedding anniversary. I got two bows now. You got to get put my new strings on when they come in because Croslin's going to be gone. I got to press, right? I got to press. We just need to set it up. Sweet. Where do you want to set it up at? We just need anywhere. At this point, anywhere. Are we are really? Yeah, we'll talk about this later. We won't go down the rabbit hole there, on this. We're we, we we're about to go down. We are. So I'm thinking about changing what, the subject. But, well, what we should ask? What kind of boat he has? We should not ask what kind he has. You you got a subject? Let's. Go no, I it. just know what kind he has, so we shouldn't ask. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. What kind of arrows do you shoot? You, you could go in. What do you What do you have? You got a new bow. It doesn't matter. No, hey, it doesn't knock matter. Knock on Archie says it doesn't matter what it you doesn't. shoot. It doesn't. I'm just giving this the guy is, a hard time. This and is, it's because here's the deal. Like the company he's got will and has always given a pretty decent discount to uh, baseball guys. That's awesome. Our company doesn't do that. Yeah. Which company is that? Well, PSE does not yeah. do the big deal that Matthews does. Should for we it. should we talk to PSE? I, I kind of mentioned it to him when I was down there to Pete. Um, Cause be about, about the big discount to like major league guys. It, major league guys, right? If Like you're a, not a minor league guy, but the, like the major league guys, rich get richer, right? But it's promoting the product. Matthews, when I was there, I mean, it was like half off. Uh, well, the first That's two. A lot, man. Listen, the first two that Matthew sent early on were, were free. 
That's they give you like one a year, right? If you want them on. That's well, a good yeah, deal. They, it was one. What about like veteran I, my baseball first baseball players? My first two were free yeah. from Matthews. The third one, um, I paid. Hey, the nice I thing about the free one dollars for is you could sell it and then buy the one you want. See, but I yeah, that's <laughs> shady as hell. <laughs> but actually, them and Botech sent me free bows um, early on. Take it, and I gave. I took one. I gave one to my dad. I gave one to my brother. How do you do that? Like, hey, I want a bow. I'll send you one. No problem. Yeah. Called, hey, here's my name. Here's who I'm playing with. Instead of paying for a billboard, they just give out bows and guys like, talk about it and more guys want bows. I think cool. What are your numbers? Word of mouth is send way them. better. Than send your, your draw length, poundage, what bow you want, and they would send it out. So you, so they you sent it out with a quiver, sights, like everything set in the up. box. Yeah, set Not up. set up, but sent you everything. You went and got it set up and – um. So it, I mean, it was. It got me into it. It's what got me started. And like you know, I got a lot of people to call him, and like, hey, I, I mean, John Mayberry Jr. pulled his back the day he got it. Dry fired in his apartment, blew up. Oops. Brand new bow, 2011, 2010. So brand you need new bow. Some new cams. Yeah, he didn't ever shoot again. He never got another. Oops. One. So. But they're still doing it. Matthews is still. So you have yeah. a Matthews. What Matthews? The new one? I got two of them. Um, I don't remember what my gray one was called. I don't remember. But it's like a 30, 33, I think. Yeah. And then I just got a Vertex that's a 30-inch. Mm-hmm. It's 30, right? I think it's 30. It's a little cam, right? It's a li- yeah. It's a little bit smaller than my other one just so yeah. you don't knock it around when you're out in the woods. Yeah. And I just pulled that one back, and like where the string attaches to the cam, mm-hmm. it frayed and freaking snapped Oops. on me. Just lit up my arm. Thank God it, I didn't. I mean, I had glasses; they were on my hat. Like it could have gone like your string blew up. Yeah, snapped. Like the, he said, where it was. I haven't seen it, but where it was attached, like with that bolt. sharp, and it like yeah. wasn't on all the way, so it kind of cut the, just cut the string. Which that's the only part that it was broken. It just frayed like a freaking. Let's check like the. Cams make sure they're yeah. not bent at all. Something because that I mean that shouldn't really happen. That's what I told him. But it was that had you pulled it back? Yeah, a bunch. Of times. T- oh, you had. Yeah, I mean I shot it freaking forty times. So there's something's got to be fraying it, right? Like it's or yeah. you had it mounted somewhere. It was rubbing, like if you were driving with it. Yeah. Or if it was in it like your case and rubbing something. on something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there, or just a shitty string. Yeah, but it it would That's be good the string to check. Maker did say too. He's like that happens to those zebra. Ones or whatever. The strings? Yeah. Huh. And this guy custom makes them. Croslin does it. So I just bought You get sets. a custom made string. They should last a while. Yeah. Yeah. So those come in, I think, tomorrow. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I would check though, that the press cams going. and everything. Make sure they're, you know, everything's. Well, I have to have you check them because I don't know what the bent. hell I'm looking at. What, um, what draw length are you? I'm like 29, 28 and a half. 20. And you're shooting 70. Pounds? Yeah. My bow's at, this one's at 67. It's yeah. at 80. But. It's an 80-pound limb? Yeah, but I was like pulling it back at 75. I was like, yeah, no. 80's a lot. Yeah, 80's. Yeah. It's, 80's it's like, easier with the new ones with the let off and all that stuff, but it's still getting it there. It's like, and holding and. Like, I'm actually. And the hunt gonna, is. I'm actually going to get a 60-pound bow for practice and then shoot my 70. It's like 72 for the hunts. Yeah, mine's set at 72 right now. It's 70-pound limbs. I think we yeah. got it at 72 with twist in it. Yeah. Um, we got it bottomed out with, I think, a couple twists in the string. So. Yeah, I think. I Puts it a little over, but. Dudley shoots 60 during off season. 
thought it was even less than that. Sometimes you go 45. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind shooting that, like, if I'm not hunting. Yeah, just, just for practice. practice. Like, the target bows I have are, that one's, uh, the the last one Pete gave me is, is set at, uh, I think, 50. It feels like nothing. I mean, it, it's just really, really nice. Well, it's easier on your shoulders. Yeah. So you don't destroy them. Yeah, my first bow, I think, is 60, but it's at, like, 55. Especially, like, like great. baseball players who use them a lot already probably don't have great shoulders. Right. And st- I'm still throwing every day to, you know, BP or work yeah. or whatever. That so. natural movement that hurts like hell, yeah. 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 That unnatural one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, so he's gotten into uh, to archery. Um, Shooting he went, archery. He went on some, uh, he went on a couple archery hunts early on up up at the cabin and had. Yeah, I didn't you know, get, not, didn't no get luck, close but, enough. But you, well, that's all right. It's, it's all about learning, man. The more the more you fail, the better you're going to get at it. Dude, it took my first mule deer I shot with a bow I was probably 10 years hunting so right yeah it's yeah. I mean it, it's all about I gotta beat that record we've ta- <laughs> yes. we've talked a lot about that like it's like I s- I've, I've screwed up so many hunts just cause of how I learned to hunt like you know it was all just like go find them and you know just walk just go walk until you find one and or hear one or see one or whatever and just doesn't work, man. It's 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 so hard. I mean, it works, but yeah, I've been learning from all these other guys, and it's they always have success. But it's like the preparation and everything is like far more substantial than anything I ever did. Yeah. So now learning that, I'm like, okay, I can go set up game cams. You know, go out there glass for you know hours. Yeah, hours. the whole like days really, yes. and then you know, then you can then hope pa- find a pattern. Pattern the buck. Yep. Find out where he sleeps. Watch him, you know, like when I shot my big bull, is like we watched him. We saw the tree he bedded under, and then we went and got on him. Like we knew exactly. We watched his head lay down in the grass and close his eyes to sleep, and then we went after him. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, but that's just like when all the people that kill big stuff, that's what they do. Yeah. That's the problem with with me is finding the time to spend multiple days where I have enough time to watch him bed and then be going be able to go back the next day. Like I can find three days in a season maybe, but they're never back to back to back right now. And it's just like, well, I had this talk with my wife today. Like I'm like, like I'm I've gone twice, and I don't know if I'll get to go again. So here's the deal with your stuff is that you just need a spot. Where you know there's deer. I found it. And then you, then that way you can get up on a spot and you know when you get to that spot, you'll be able to glass and find a deer and make a move. Yeah. You know, that's just what you need to find. Yeah. If you got it, then. What you also need to do is be able to say, hey, I need a Cody timeout and I'm taking the weekend off and that's how it's going to be. You do need a Cody. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself nuts. Well, there's so few Cody timeouts in the career part that the usual timeouts go to my wife that's so true that we stay married <laughs> that's good and did you it, did, i mean would erica like to join good. you on the hunt well that's what i'm trying to like she's got a bow yeah. so i'm trying to get her to i don't think erica wants to spend her free days hunting usually my secret maybe she lays one down just like hey when we go next is i just she probably do. will and then i she'll be like this shit's easy 
I just give my yeah. wife the tag, and then I get to go hunting again. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you got you got a tag. So cool. Good job. Yeah. Let's see. Like, if uh, I don't know, man. I uh, think once I get the trailer ordered and, like, we can actually oh. go down and Well, hang it's just out such a different experience when, you have, when you're in the trailer. It yeah. gives, like, a way you feel comfortable and you enjoy it. You enjoy it so much more. Right. Well, like we could go down and spend the night versus yes. driving. I mean, the place two is an hour and forty some minutes from the door to yeah. the spot down there. It's and you know it's you're looking at three and a half hours. That's your drive superstition down. globe. No, no, this one's down south. Yeah, um, I heard down southeast is is good. There's yeah. deer everywhere, man. Yeah, but like, I mean, there's really like is. we. I get a dozen four by four every day. Saw a four by four, a four by five, um, a big giant three. Three by, um, all like last weekend, but then like the next day they went down. There was an outfitter set up, and you know, do you know what people, outfitter? I don't know. It's uh, they just saw a big a bunch of big white tents and some outfitter. They said so. I haven't been back down. Yeah, but Tyler, the dude I was with, has seen. He's been on deer every day. It's a javelina hunt that we're on, and then you have over the counter deer tag, and there's. Like, I was hunting deer down there. I was letting Jordan shoot the javelina. Like, there were three javelina I could have taken shots at it did about he, 45 yards. Did he let it rip? No, he, his sights aren't set past 40, so. Tell him to hold on its back. Well, I know, but. Hold on back, buddy. He, like, they they were moving, too. They're walking. Like, yeah. pigs are so hard to get to stand still. Um, you, you're even whistling at them? We, had a, we were calling them, whistling at them. Like, Throwing know, rocks at them? Everything. I was... That's my favorite. When you start calling and they come in, and you just start hitting them, hitting them with rocks, like because they're like they'll run to your feet, feet. yeah, at your feet, which like, is really weird because these like ran the other way, and I've never like had them run away from you. Like if you hit the the rabbit call or whatever, yeah, and they just come, they always run at you, and these just took off the other way, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Scared so of rabbits? They're like, dude, every time we go in, someone gets smashed. Every time we go after a rabbit, take Jordan to that twenty one or whatever, because my buddies are just up there and. Knocked well, out three pigs. It's not where our tag's at. Yeah. For might. a javelina? Yeah. It's a, you yeah. have to be drawn in the unit. Javelina's OTC right now. Oh. Well, well, we have a tag, a draw tag. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you can get an over-the-counter one for 30 bucks. Where? Or actually the kid one. Anywhere. Youth. Youth, Youth you can. Youth no, mine was 30, 32 bucks. You got over-the-counter Avi tag? Mm? Yeah. Mm. Didn't for know that. Yeah, I have it right now. I didn't know that. I got that and mule deer. I, I thought Havies were... Uh, um, draw I, thought, tags. I thought you had leftover tags, but yeah. I thought they were draw. Well, for bow, they do. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe, is it, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, yeah. I got it at Shoppers. There you cool. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. over-the-counter, heavy tags, and we won't tell you the unit because I don't want a million people there. Yeah, he said 31. 31? 31 is what he said. Down south. Down south. That's somewhere. what he said, 31. I, yeah. It's a big unit, bro. I didn't tell him where. Doesn't matter. It's a big unit. Get it's him big. out of the unit. It's big. Yeah. Um, yeah, like 30, he lives in Chandler. Yeah. Those, all, those are all like same same tag for Havelina over the counter. Or uh, draw yeah, tag. Usually it's like Havelina tags is like a section, right? Like multiple yeah, units. Like ours is like 31, 33, like that whole kind of area south of Florence down there. Yeah, I didn't. That's down so cool. down almost Tucson. Found some units. I don't even know why you need a tag for them. There's so many of them. 
They should just be. They the should varmint. be a varmint tag. Yeah. Yeah. In all honesty. Just like that wolf I saw at the cabin, too. You saw a wolf? <laughs> yeah, Mexican gray, what biggest dog-looking thing i ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's huge. My wife said there's a coyote, and so I got my bow, and it went into the lot next door, 71 yards away. Did it have a collar? I couldn't tell because it was dark. I had my thermal like, on it. I don't think it pet? did. But it turned sideways, and it, his head is just freaking huge. And I looked at my wife, and she goes, I, felt like I don't think that's a coyote. And it stood up, and I was like, it? holy fuck. It was as long as an Irish wolfhound. Did it? Didn't you feel like it was attacking you? I did. I would have felt like I was in danger of my life. I felt. I feel and in my danger. My family was. It life. was coming after my dogs. I feel endangered right now. Still. Still. To so this second. Would, yeah. I. Did you have your sidearm on you? Always. That's I had my bow out though. I was. I had it. I would just ditch the bow. Go straight yeah. gangster. <laughs> So problem is I'm not a quarter mile away, and you're, he was. It doesn't matter if you're. He was seventy one yards, scared, but inside my community, he was at my house. Yeah, at my cabin. It doesn't matter. If you're scared matter. for your safety, it does not matter. Yeah, if, if you're hunting, it matters. He is killing. He's. Well, if you're he shooting, is, it matters too. Yeah, but I didn't hunting, know too. You're not, for a bow, you're, if, if you're bow hunting, you have to be a quarter mile outside. If you're yeah. just shooting your bow at a target, no problem. Wait, right. archery. Oh, wow. You have to be a quarter mile from a house. If you're if you're hunting to shoot an animal, you have to I know to for be, a rifle. No, bone out too. It got put in a couple years ago. I guess you have to hunt quarter mile, four hundred yards. Yeah, four hundred forty yards away from any structure. Just you know, inhabited structure. I I hunted a unit where you had to range find these structures because it's an antelope hunt and mm. they were close to houses, so you had to make sure you had to. Yeah. Range find the houses, and you also had to make sure you were shooting not towards the house, away from a house. We bought yeah. a couple of those leftover tags in Holbrook and Winslow, and we went up to uh, Winslow first. Saw this big, uh, beautiful coyote. My buddy's like, "Let's not scare the elk." Well, there were no elk there, so I should have shot it. What and I then, learned with coyotes is just kill them. Just I always like don't want to like blow deer out, and then I never see deer. And I was like, I could have killed two coyotes. Well, they're not in there because of the coyotes. Yeah, so start hammering those. Live and learn. Should have shot it. But we were we were scouting this other place and ran into this uh, landowner, Mr. Reedhead is his name, and he's up there in Holbrook. And we sat and talked to him, and he's like, Yeah, y'all are welcome to hunt our land. Like whatever, he, you know, whatever. That's awesome. And uh, I was like, Oh, that's cool. And so we we're sitting up glass in his property. He's like, There's a watering hole there on the farm, and then there's alfalfa fields. Ooh, now we're talking. Dude, there were like 40 or 50 pronghorn. Oh, cool. That were super cool. So that's where some of the biggest pronghorn in Arizona are, that unit. My buddy's an avid hunter. He said it took him like 11 years to get a pronghorn tag, and, they, oh, then he, and he got one. And then he called it a goat, and I was like, why'd you call it a goat? And then I didn't goat. realize they are in the goat family. Speed, goat. Speed goats. My dad's had two in his life, two yeah. tags in his life, and killed I, both times. They I've taste had, good? I, honestly, the different. last one's 30 years ago. I don't remember. They... I've had two goat tags, and my wife has, she killed one in New Mexico, and she has 15 points in Arizona right now. How many points you got to use to get drawn, like, if you want, like, an elk rifle? Well, it depends. all depends what unit, late, early, all that. Because we live in, like, 4A, 4B. 4A, late tag, maybe, actually, like, we're seven in, we're points. In three, we're actually in 3C is where our cabin sits, now, but it's, like, right 3C there. 3C is a different, like... We so there's this thing called Hunter's Trailhead, and um, 
It costs, I think, $20 a year. And you can go on it and put the unit and the season, and it will tell you how many points it takes to draw. Huh. And I use that a lot when I'm, you know, trying to figure out what to put in for. So if you apply apply those those points and you don't get drawn, do you lose them or you retain them? Retain them. Okay. Yeah, so you get an extra point. All I'm getting is points right now. How many points you got? <laughs> Fuck, I, I don't I check how many times I've applied. Yeah. I just how started many? applying like within a year, but probably five or six. Five or six? How many points you got? Oh, you just got drawn. Do your yeah, points go away when you get drawn? Last September. Yes. I got drawn last September. So uh, Like a year. But you have your loyalty and your hunter ed. Mm-hmm. So you probably got four points. Three or four? Uh, I would say probably four. Yeah, four at least. Yeah, I have 17 points route right now. But I'm also going for it. I'm going for, like... Does it ma- does it have to be within the species that you apply for? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can have elk, deer. So, like, deer have, like, nine points. My wife has, like, 13. And then antelope, she has, like, 15, and I got... Like six or seven. But, huh. Yeah. I got so much to learn. And then, you know, you got New Mexico draw. You got Colorado draw. You got Utah, Nevada. You just go all in. Montana? I've never put in for Montana. I put in, I put in for a bonus point with, in Wyoming. I started doing that. I don't know where to put in. I think it's unit G I need to put in for. I only do deer in... I'm weird. I only do deer in Wyoming. I just want big mule deer. In Nevada, I do deer. And Colorado deer. New Mexico, I do elk and deer. But My buddy just moved to Montana, and he said you can get OTC tags out there too. Absolutely. Some places, and then there's some draw units. And that's the same with like Colorado. Like The primo units are draw, and then you can do OTC. But, yeah. The, what the sake part is, they'll do OTC. Over like I had this trophy mule deer hunt, and they had over the counter elk tags the same time, and like we were there a week early, scouting, and then roe deer. By the way, road what roe deer R O E. Those are the little ones. I have to look that up. I've never heard of that. Yeah, and the day before the night of the. Colorado hunt. That's when the circus shows up. Mm-hmm. The circus shows. They look like little miniature deer. That's so weird. They <laughs> look crazy. like a rabbit's head, dude. Yeah. Where are they? So, Indigenous too. How do? How long ago did you start dick pen? We just started dick pen. Shoot. Well, we thought of the idea. So Jake, my buddy, like, I was like, we played collegially together and then we play pro ball together and I was like bro you gotta come visit yeah yeah gotta come visit like 10-15 years ago by like nothing I was like what fuck like whatever and then he was in Portugal writing and and I call him Hippie Jake cause he he talks about getting unplugged and getting grounded going barefoot walking around places and you know barefoot yeah it does it It, I mean it's helped help my stomach a little bit I don't know if it's just that a mental thing your stomach you uh, do it too yeah just you try to do it for like you know half hour hour a day yeah just okay. get rid of your electronics. Just there you go. 
walk around and stuff. But anyways, he fi- he finally uh, his buddy has a company called Roughneck, and so they do um, drilling, water drilling, water clean out, stuff like that. He's like, oh, we're gonna open up a thing in Arizona. Would you run it? He's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, hey, Cato, I'm coming out. I said, sure you are. So he can't. He stayed with us in like two days. He's Uncle Jake to the kids. Like they yeah. all love him and stuff. And we were just bullshitting around, and we're just like, can't watch the media, can't read headlines. Everything's misleading. Why can't people just tell the truth? So we're just a couple blue collar, you know, ex athletes just spitting truth, and we just talk about whatever. Lucky enough to be surrounded by pro athletes and people that you know audience would like to hear from and yeah. whatever. But we just kind of thought about it, and then we came and named Dick Penn, and was like, "It's it's fucking perfect. You're good. <laughs> there you go." So we started doing that. We ordered. I talked to Cody about the Roadcaster and all that stuff, and so we ordered this stuff, and then. COVID, whatever it was, you know, hits and um, shit gets delayed. Can't get anything shipped out. Then it comes in finally. Hey, your stuff's in. Okay, we'll come get it. Oh, sorry, our, our store shut down for 10 days because one of our employees got COVID. I was like, this is this is retarded. Yes. This is, this is unbelievable. Meanwhile, I've had COVID twice, so whatever. I think I've had it three times. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> like, anytime anyone gets it, I get it. But anyways. And you keep beating it. So I'm not dead yet. Yeah, yeah. Every time I'm driving down I-10 today, take CJ to his cross country meet, and it says uh, stop the spread of COVID. You know, or it says uh, keep Arizona healthy, mask up, and social distance. I was like, when is it going to say keep Arizona healthy, eat healthy, work out, get some sweat, get the toxins out of your body, like these things, and and supplement with quality vitamins if your body's lacking. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Instead of, you know, looking for a magic bullet on everything. Yeah. Well, that should have been the advertisement for the last 20 years. You know. But it hasn't. Well, why did China recover so fast? Maybe because their obesity rate isn't. Because they're eating fish and they're like walk everywhere. You know, they walk everywhere. You think it really came from a bat? I think think they made it (laughs) and they released it. That's what what Penn said. He was like. Cato, you know that the next one's going to be worse because they can, they're going to re-engineer it stronger or some shit. People they're aren't like, staying in their house. like, shit, didn't kill enough people. Well, they're if you're a liberal, you're like, every life, every life matters. And meanwhile, our population increased. Our mortality rate is still 8 to 9%, completely on par. Well, but influenza and pneumonia have decreased by 90%. So they just <laughs> took the deaths out of those buckets and put them in the COVID bucket. I think I heard a statistic that you won't ever hear. And it's that less people died in 2020 than in, than 2019. Yeah. That was false. That's false? Less That's false. That less people died? It's false. More people died. More people died. Not by much. It was like three, three million something deaths. Sorry. It was, yeah, it was just about three million. We had like 2.89 million in 19. So it wasn't a huge increase. No. And our population still increased. But like I said, if the, if you have two other illnesses that are stereotypically surmounting to 200,000 deaths, and next yeah. thing you know, they have 5,000 deaths or 20,000 deaths, you got 180,000 deaths to go throw in another bucket. It's just when you incentivize medical corporations, 13 to $39,000, regardless of the standard of care for every COVID patient that you oh see. My gosh. Oh my gosh. When I talked to Secret Service over that whole crypto debacle shit, I talked to him for three hours and he said, sorry, we got this Trump thing when he came into town. We got this other case, this case, and he goes, and we are just inundated with fraudulent COVID-19 claims right now. Absolutely. And I was like, damn. Every- and I told somebody that, and they're like, the Secret Service doesn't even handle that. I go, you know, the Secret Service is Homeland Security. 
They 100%. I was like, I don't give a fuck. It happened. That's com- you don't have to believe me. Yeah. I don't believe them. You don't have to believe me. It's fine. I, what's this? I don't believe. It says you. I don't believe you because that's every time the media opens their mouth, <laughs> we say I don't believe you. Um, so I think some of my favorite moments of COVID is my buddy took a picture of this like. So she's riding on the back seat of a Harley, and she's clearly like probably two bills overweight, and she's not wearing a helmet. And so you start adding all the risks. She's on a motorcycle, not wearing a helmet. She's obese, but she got a mask. <laughs> There's so many other things that you're going to die from. You got a mask on. Way before that, yeah. And then my second favorite in this crazy time we live in is the couple driving down the road. And one's wearing a mask and the other isn't. Have you seen that? In the car. In the car. In the car. I like the people that wear them when they're driving by themselves. If they're they, if they could actually prove statistically that masks work. They can't prove that anything works right now. Because they can't it prove doesn't the, fucking work. The lockdowns don't work. Nothing works. None of it does. It's all control. They're, we're, we're shoveling sheep around. But if, you know, on the N95 mask box, it specifically states does not prevent the transmission of COVID-19. If it did, don't you think that would be like the biggest marketing plate? This is the mask. You can up the price even more than you're already upping it because it prevents the transmission. One of my favorite no. masks was that I wore that had a hole in it. I wore that around for a little bit. <laughs> I just don't wear them. I tell them I have an illness that prevents me from wearing one. and I'm allergic so to my own breath. I'm sorry. I have Crohn's disease, so I'm like, that causes anxiety. Anxiety causes poop. Do you want me to poop on your aisle? I don't think so. I'll just go ahead, sir. Hey, you you get a hall pass. So you're friends with Archie. Huh? I do have a question for you. Because we hope to have Archie on the, on the podcast. Yeah, we were supposed to, uh, and then he got traded and, like, all, you know, shit, hell broke loose. So like, but down. if we are allowed to go hunt on you, his place. You got to go. I want to go hunt turkey. You don't have turkey. You don't have turkey? He's got uh, duck, pheasant, deer, and pig. I'll kill pig. I'm down killing pigs. Yeah, take your thermal. We were on two two of them. How about, do you want to go kill pigs? Or do you want to kill ducks? Yes. Both? Sure. Okay. So. I wasn't really, like, super stoked because I was like, okay, we're hunting these massive animals, you know, and go duck hunting. I was like, did I really want my first kill to be a duck? And I was like, well, realistically, my first kill was a rabbit. So, you know, duck hunting was so much fun. And then I learned how to gut them and do all that stuff, which. I didn't know you gut ducks. I didn't know that. You breast them. You just rip them? You can. I watched one guy. He put the duck to his, the duck, back to his chest and just pulls open like this. Yeah. And then he steps on its head and steps on its on its feet. He's a savage. And just goes like this underneath, like uh, its chest cavity. Yes. Pulls it out, and you just have the breast meat attached to the wings. Sweet. Yeah. It was super rad. I didn't do it that way. I mean, I cut it out, but. Yeah. You you had to use your knife. I had to use those J ball knives, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I keep asking where Cody's is too, because I got him one. It was as a one present. of those three that he just finished. Dude, did you see the Instagram thing? No. Check check my comments on it. Is that mine? Is that mine? Did he reply? He'll text me. He's like, "This is not yours, bro." He goes, "I'm still working on shit from like, come on, November bro. or something like that." How much did one of those nice costs? It, he auctioned off one of them, um, and I, I was getting it wrong the whole time. So he won the forged, forged and fire. fire. I thought he got second place. He he won the damn thing. So and he's a firefighter. I mean, he, dude's got no time in the day. 
Yeah. But he keeps getting orders and orders and orders and backed up and stuff and uh, whatever. So one of, one of the knives like I got, it went for auction. I think it sold for like thirteen hundred. Jeez. But I mean, it's a custom. Yeah, it's a custom knife. It's like I was talking. Uh, we had a podcast last night. My friend's a sommelier, and he was talking. He was at. He used to work at Kai, the it's only like five star restaurant in the valley. And how they prep duck and everything is like, you know, they have the fat and everything still in case. Well, we rip the fat right off. We just want the meat. But could you imagine having to defeather it and all this stuff and like cut it, you know, be super surgical and keep that fat just around those. I'm like, that's, you're paying for talent and you're paying for this butcher. You're, that's why it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for so many things and I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. But man, we cooked that duck boy. Ooh. It was good. Oh, I was. I, I, I was like, it? I don't want to kill like all these ducks, and I'm not gonna be able to eat it all. Yeah. You know, my buddy's like, you don't even know. And Archie's like, bro, they're just medallions. They're like breast medallions. He goes, you can eat like eight of them. Okay, I didn't feel so bad. Yeah. So how they were good? Did you fry them? Grill them? What do you do? I put them in uh, Worcestershire sauce and with some garlic. Yeah. And then just let them sit for like a couple hours, yeah. and then we just put olive oil. Um, salt and pepper in a pan. Yeah. Friggin' flash fried them. It's yeah. like a dark meat, right? Yeah, it's like dark red. That's cool. And then I put the first the first round, like, because my wife doesn't like raw stuff. You really need to eat it like medium rare. Medi- medium tops, yeah. And it needs to be like ahi tuna quasi consistency. It's a little tougher than that, but kind of how that looks is yeah. how it needs to finish. And so I took some out of the pan. I ate it. I was like, ooh, that's good. But it, it, it's too red for them. Yeah. So I stuck it in the in the oven just to kind of finish it off. And I thought, they th- they said it was really good. And I was like, you, you don't got to lie to me. It was like, my jaw was hurting. It was like eating beef jerky. I was yeah. like, this is not how this was going. Cooked it again the next night. And it was like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be done. I was like, it's not bleeding. It's just yeah. red. Yeah. Let's do that. But, yeah. I actually had awesome. duck one time. It was like some French restaurant. And it was like done in a slow cooker. Yeah. It was amazing. It was so good. They slow cooked that without I don't know. cooking it too much. I don't know, but it was like, just fell apart when it came out. It was, I don't know how they did it, but the waiter like talked me into doing it. We were in like Iowa at a French restaurant <laughs> during a rain out. So That's like sushi it was, it was the most. It was the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. And like the reviews were all, we had nowhere to go downtown Des Moines, Iowa. And it was like, so we went, I think it was like Nick Evans, myself, Blake Lolly. Like it was a whole bunch of D-Max guys like my last year playing there. And it was, uh, I'm telling you, it was, it was amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Love me some Blake Lolly, man. That's a good dude. I've never had. Is he coaching? Yeah. He's a AAA manager. For you guys? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for Blake. If he doesn't get a big league job, I think. I mean, he's, he's good. He does a really good job. Could have been like Hammer though too, man. Like oh, like same kind of deal. I think Hammer should be a big league manager too. Yeah, he was Hammer. Robbie Hammock. Oh, okay. He's just like the bench coach for the Diamondbacks. Oh, or no, he's not. He's the. He got fed his job. The, the, the quality control. Yeah, quality control coach or something. QC. Like that. It's a good QC. gig. It's a really yeah. good job. He he's like assistant field coordinator. He, it, like it's quality control, but you have your hand in everything. Yeah, yeah. He's a man. He's one of those dudes that's like so like kind of like Cody, like he's quiet and reserved, and then you get to know him. It's like you can laugh all night. Yeah, that's how he is. That's cool. They're like, man, he's kind of a dick, and I was like, yeah, you, you probably didn't, 
you didn't meet him. Then you yeah. don't know him. You just you shook hands. Hey, how you doing? It's yeah. quick. Yeah, I get that. I got shit to do. There's a lot of guys that you know. Once you get to know him, it's like, man, this guy just dicks around the whole time. Well, I'm I'm like super trusting and probably to my default. I'm I mean I'm loyal as the days long, but yeah. if I meet somebody like, hey, I'm me. I'm an open book. I don't care. Yeah, you can like me or don't like me. That's whatever. You can make the decision, but. I'll trust some people and other people I know are just like, you got to hop through, you know, so many hoops and jump over so many hurdles before they, they even trust you. Yeah. I was like, all right. I was like, well, if you ruin it, see you later. You got, I'm done. But yeah, you know, a lot of people, they, they take a little while to get warmed up to for a couple Colorado Kool-Aids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Curse lot. I need to get, we need to be better about that. About what? You know, like they need that. Colorado, Colorado, cool yeah. Thing, you know, yeah. Uh, when we get we get everything set up, we'll have it. Well, like, I'll keep the fridge full. Yeah, and then, I will do. One we're with gonna the, do it at my house. I think we're gonna move it to to the shop over there at the house. Yeah, we got a table. And we're gonna built. we're gonna you know we're you know in the shop where the little curb is. We're gonna huh? put a little table up there. And That's a perfect spot. Do the wall and like have it all kind of set up. I think. Right. Have the fridge in the corner. When the new bus gets in, we can do another one too. That'd be good. It's out, out of the bus. The New Cato bus. That's what my license plate says on a Sprinter. Yeah, I know. Oh. The other options was F Crohn's. F Crohn's. It fits too, and it did it. But like when you, I don't, it asks you on MVD, like, what is the meaning of it? <laughs> you had to tell them. I was like, you know what? My kids are going to ask me too. My first initial like, has F and then Crohn's. That's my But they have my ID, so I'll be screwed. It's like AF, you know, and Luke calls people animal faces. So I have a, a shirt that says essential AF. What's AF mean? Animal face. Just make it happen. Yeah, we'll we'll do better at that though. It's yeah. hard to have it in the gym. Yeah, we're we're doing the best. We, we did it at around. Archie's gym over there at Crash Landing. But y'all need to go out there. I'm telling you. Well, I've seen a lot. I'm in, dude. It's Don't like have to ask me twice ago. It's 750 bucks. You're supposed to get five guys go. I we for can three get five days. Guys. 750 for three days. 750 a day for three days. That's 225. 2250. 2250. Yeah. Uh, so you have food. Lodging, drinks, guns, ammo, everything. They they uh, supply it all. Yep. Archie's got a sick arsenal too. Like he, okay, sure. he's got a whole bunch. I'm sure he does. All suppressed too. I got the. I, I took off his uh, one of his suppressors. We put on my that Ruger. I got that MK522. Couldn't hear it. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you shooting a 22 with the suppress? It's just like a little handgun, like. Uh, you just it's the, the Luke. The Luke clip. was like, you know what this is? This is the assassin gun. Yeah. Guys in the old school days would have throw a newspaper over it, just be like, mm-hmm. like that was it. I was like, yeah, you just got to have one of those. Got to have one of those laying around, just in case. But it's a great bird gun too. Once you the suppressor gets released and just <laughs> bird gun with twenty two. <laughs> Put bird. You can buy bird bird shot. shot yeah. yeah. Well, you just get like twenty two. You know what I'm saying? If you're plinking, you see a big ass crow and you. Just, you know, you know how that bullet's going to go if you miss? Pellet gun. <laughs> bullet's going to go about a mile if you miss. Don't miss. <laughs> pellet gun, dude. That's yeah, what's up. Pellet gun. They had a pellet gun. Pellet gun was louder. Really? Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. My but he had like a, fun. when we went hunting for pigs, he had that SIG M400 or whatever. Uh-huh. That was, Luke has an LWRC AR, which I think is the best AR I've ever held. It's like nickel plated boron everything. Like it is silent. It's amazing. And I have a Barrett three hundred blackout and a yeah. 
The other one's the Arrow, whatever. My buddy that's a Ranger built it. I mean, they're it's great, but these are like stupid quiet, just another level. Yeah. But man, that Sig one was really nice. We shot that suppressed. And Coyote ran out. I'm dumb. I was like, I didn't ask him what it was sighted in at. It was like 200. We didn't have a rangefinder. It was probably 350. Yeah, yeah whenever you're guessing, Guessed. it's it's a guess, especially if it's in the dark. Yeah. This one in the dark, but it oh. was it was. I mean, I was probably 100 yards off. <laughs> like, where'd that bullet go? Yeah, not looking high enough because it bounced. Missed a little bit. Maybe bring Eric on that one. I'll bring Taryn. All right. There's four people. Oh, y'all would love it. They got a lodge up there too. It's show. It's it's big time. Well, yeah, I've uh, seen I've seen it. I think the product review we should do the knife. So how was the knife? Yeah. So what's the name? The name of the knife is J Ball Knives. Where is there a website? Uh, he's got an Instagram page. Is is J Balls? It's it's Jared Ball. Uh, it's J Ball Knives. J Ball Knives. Mm-hmm. And the what, guy's name is Jared Ball. You can it, look him up. And to put an order in, do you like? Is it like a waiting list or? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's about thirteen hundred bucks. You, it. I think it depends. It on depends. What you what order you, like, he doesn't order make anything stock. Yeah. He doesn't make anything stock. So I got two knives. You one was like four inch blade. Another one was three inch blade. And you tell him what you want. I just told him, make me what you get, because you're yeah. the knife guy. And what kind of blade is it? Is it a Damascus steel? Is it? It's not a Damascus steel. I'll tell you what it is though. Because I asked I'm him sure that question. Totally pretty, legit. pretty legit looking. Oh yeah, they're legit. Uh, and how? So you, you used it on your duck, and how was it? Was it? T- it was it was too big of a knife to cut to do the duck really, but it was. I'm just it curious how it holds its edge, you know, on a big animal. Yeah. Uh, the only way to tell is if you do use it on an elk is a good one to use it on because you know you can see how far you get before yeah. it's stole. I've never seen a knife go all the way on an elk. No, I had I had some knife that they gave me that was a, uh, I honestly can't remember the uh, razor uh, raptor razor. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Razor wrapped. It had like replaceable blades in it, but it's yeah. like got a hook on it and like finger not grips a, and stuff. And not an outdoor edge or no. It's called razor raptor or something. The guy it was a guy here local that made them and it's pretty cool. Like you know, it's uh, it's got Is finger it? hooks almost like brass knuckles that you can hook in the knife and. So Use like it while you're Avalon cutting. blade or what? It's like a razor blade, like a you know, like the oh, like a box knife. No, 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 no. Like a a big, like uh, what's that orange knife with the replaceable blades in Avalon. it? Avalon. So it's yeah, so it's similar to that, but it's like it's got a rounded edge and then it's got a straight one and it, like it's got yeah. a couple different looking blades on it. That's cool. And I really liked it, but it uh, like I I went through the whole pack of blades I had. Yeah, when yeah. you when you're doing an elk, it takes a little bit, especially when you cape it. You go through a lot. Go yeah, through a lot of blades right. on cape. So, I think because I switched phones, I lost you know the what? text. What we'll do with it the, wasn't Damascus steel though; it's some other kind of steel. When Zach, what we'll do is if we kill a deer and I bring it home, like I got the head, I'll, I'll I'll have you come over and we'll cape it together. I'll teach you how to cape it. Awesome. So in. I hate caping deer. But. Yeah, they're rough. Well, Cody was t- on. He was over the other day. He was talking about, yo, watch out for that scent gland. I've watched every gutting video, <laughs> like, because I'm like, I'm prepping. I'm like, I'm getting one. Yeah, I should have watched less videos and done more glassing. 
but nobody mentions the scent gland, and I still can't smell. If you touch the scent gland and then you touch the meat, the meat's ruined. It's yeah, no, over, over. And it's on the leg. Yeah, right behind the... On both or just one? Um, Yeah, just on the rear legs, right? Rear leg. And especially if they're in the rut, it's even worse. Just cut that thing which off. Which is right now. No, just yeah. don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Yeah, cut it off or stay way away from it. Yeah, like, you don't... Actually, you should just do the gutless method. Quarter it and take the back strap and yeah, cut the head off. And make sure you cut the leg off so you just are so far away. Throw that part away. Yeah. So all of his knives, though, back to that, they're all, like, made to order. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want some 18-inch blade, I mean, it's going to be more money than whatever. Yeah, for sure. And then he would send me all these handle options. Yeah, and then could you choose colors or anything? W2 high carbon tool steel. Okay. So he does. He, and he uses the Hamon line. He's like, uh, if I'm not doing a Hamon line, I use 80 CRV2. And if I'm making Damascus, I use 1084 and 15 N20. Whatever the hell that means. All Chinese to me. It's, well, it's, yeah. It's what really, I know is as sharp as shit. It's good steel. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, the ADCR2 for sure is a good steal. Luke, yeah. who hunts all the time, he's like, there. he wants some, so he's going to order some. So apparently they're good. I just, I'm sure I do good. it because I'm like, support my boy. Yeah. And well, uh, if he's charging a thousand bucks, like, it's going to be a legit knife. Yeah. They're, it's a legit knife. Well, you pick like whatever wood you have. Yeah. He'll send you all the options. And then, like, I had no idea, like, what went into it and stuff. But people need to understand if you're listening, like, when you get a custom knife, it is a lot different than if you just go to like a sportsman and buy a knife. Like it is such a higher quality and it's something that you can keep for a long time and like pass down. Like it's, it's just a different game. It's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing with me with the knives is like, I want to make sure they they can get past. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you cuss, you pick the handles and everything, right? Like the, yep. You pick the colors and kind of the yeah. So he let me do this. So show you the, check it out. Brock gave, Brock gave me a knife for Christmas. Yeah, the guy from St. John's made it. Randy Lee. Yeah, I had it. I I took it on the hunt with me. Had it on my hip. Nice. So those are like all the wood things that he would send me pictures of and be like, "You like this? You like that? Oh. You like this? You like that?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't know. Mom, look like that's super you tell cool. me." I like that. I and like he gave me like pictures as he was making it. So he gives you an update. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't, I don't know if this is atypical, but that's... That's, uh, that's not typical at all. It's pretty cool. There was that knife that you sent me, so that's I told beautiful. him to model something after that. It looks like a lot like a half-face blade. Have you they seen do, a half-face? Yeah, real, I think that's what that one is. Half-face? Because I sent him that picture about oh, these guys? chef knife. Half-face? Yeah. yeah. Derek Barton wanted a uh, camo one. Are they the guys like, out yeah, it was of uh, Cali? The I don't seals? know where they're at. I know that they're related to Andy and those guys. Because uh, like they sent Dudley a bunch of stuff, so those are probably the. There's a, I know there's a group of Navy or a Navy SEAL guy and group. I think out of San Diego that are making them, and that I'm that sure. might be them. I can't. There's a. I, I can't would, remember. There's wanna, like three of them that I follow on. I on told Taryn I want what I want. They make a kitchen set. Kitchen set's legit, and I want that. That's what yeah. I want. But she didn't listen to me, so I'm just gonna have to buy it. And my parents got me some knives for Christmas. They were like some. Japanese, like, no, it was like a W with the U with the two dots on it, like, mm. something. I don't know what it was, but it was like, that's the only knife I want to use now. Oh, it's that Because nice. in the kitchen, I was like, man, this is great. And I have all these knives from, like, 
when you first get married and like you hoard everything and never get rid of anything. I was just, like, babe, we need to just scrap everything. No. One good set of knives. Put it in the trailer bin. Okay. Trailer bin. I don't even well, think they're trailer worthy. Oh, okay. Well. There's but, there's just shit you need to get away, like Tupperware from, you know, 2002. Like, yeah. let's toss it. Yeah, it's, I, I put it in the burn pile. I got to burn, I burn everything. Yeah, I notice I just, every time I come over, the fire pits on. I do. I just, I love burning stuff. I don't know why. I just burn. I can't smell smoke right now, so that's probably bad. I oh. make sure that the smoke alarm goes off. Uh oh. Well, I really appreciate. Thank you, Zach, for coming. It was a lot of fun, dude. Is is a blast. Let's go really hunt, enjoyed. man. I'm. Yeah. You know what? I'm. I get like I can probably sneak out a day with. If you uh, want to come with us and Cody, I would. I don't know if you can sneak out a day. Well, if it's like if I can get back for dinner, I'm, I think I'm okay. I don't know. If I'm between Brad and my wife. Like I'm in like deep crap right well, you now. You went on a lot of them. I know. It's I'm been on a lot of hunts since August. Fall was bad. I saw some pictures. Fall I got was the Traeger really sent me pictures of the stuff you bagged. I was like jealous. Like yeah. let's go. I'm ready. I will be ready to go. Come fall. Well, God, I hope oh, so. It's I'm going a, a mount- year away. I'm going on a mountain lion hunt in February. See, he's got a couple. He's got January, a couple in February. Don't let him. That's when we were we were bow hunting for mule deer at that watering hole. That's when we uh, I saw the biggest mountain lion I've ever seen in my life. Did you? Did you? Did what'd you do? I didn't have one in the chamber because I wasn't gonna. It was head on, and so I grabbed my blackout and eat. Looked at me. He didn't just stand there and watch you, or did he bolt? No, he did. He watched me. Went back to drink. First of all, where he was coming down, I'm looking the whole damn time because that's like where we saw deer track. Yeah. I was like, he's going to come down. I'm going to see a deer. Yeah. Next thing you know, I hear something drinking water. You never heard him come in. Yeah, I was like, oh, That's my the God. way lions are, man. You never my, – my father-in-law shot three out of a tree stand, and every time he shoots every, – every single one, it just shows up. He never hears them, ever. That's how da- that's how dangerous it is. It's crazy. And then we saw like there was a Mexican, were they uh, gray foxes or whatever? Not Mexican gray foxes, but mm-hmm. gray foxes. And we're watching them dance around, move around, everything. No sound. I was like, this is no wonder. And that same spot, the guy that uh, sounds like is a engaged, great water hole. Yeah, the guy that's engaged to the lady that uh, owns the woodshed cafe in Overguard. Yeah. He had told us about that, and so him and his buddy were over there, and his buddy got fucking jumped by a bobcat. Mm. And I know a guy that could jump by a bobcat. Dude, they put they put nine slugs in this thing. Nine? Where they they blew off everything. The problem was he had hollow points. Oh, so just blowing up. I guess. Are they shooting with like twenty two hollow points? He had a nine. Freaking nine millimeters. I figured with a nine you're gonna blow up a bobcat, but you would think. Is he I Nine, that's a lot of bullet holes in a bobcat. It's a ton yeah. of bullet holes in a little bobcat. Yeah. Unfortunately, like when you're shooting nine two, hollow points and there's one nothing One through one out, ear, one, one through another three. ear, another through the tail, one leg off, another leg off. That bobcat. Still only was, six. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how you get nine. You got 11 more in there. Jeez. I Remember that. I carry a 10 millimeter when I'm out there because I'm freaking scared. 10 millimeters, like, game over. Yeah. That's like if you the, hit it. That's like a Kodiak bear moment. That's why I was scared for because we saw bear track one time and Bryce Carler told me, he's, "What were you carrying?" I said, "My, my Glock." He's like, uh, "You're nine for yeah. a brown bear or black bear?" 
Black bears. Black but we're bears. just we were hiking. It's more black, personal protection. Black bears are scared of you, man. They won't touch you until that one time that they're not. They as long as you don't. If you see a mama bear and a cub, then you just back out. But a black bear usually is more scared of you than you know. Keywords usually. They, That's why I always carry that ten, just in case. <laughs> we I was I hunted black bear in Alberta and. They have them everywhere, and it was spot and stock. And we had a mama bear stand up and growl at us, and my guide's like, oh, he kept walking towards it. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, we're only 60 yards from it. And he's like, oh, I just, I got to see if those cubs are old enough for us to shoot this mama. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, just leave, bro. Let's go get a different one. Are they yeah. have a lot bigger bear up there? Yeah, they're bear on a different level. We saw a black bear in Colorado. They get big up there, too. Dude, it was like so much longer. It was like a limo compared to our black bear out here. Yeah. They said it was like probably 400 pounds. But we see it running. I was like, damn, you're so used to this stuff out here. These little bear, this thing's like a fucking truck. They just get old. That's the thing is things get old. And when they get old, they get big. Yeah. That's the difference. So, all right, guys. Well, appreciate Cody. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, brother. See we you in the morning, it. bright and early. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit the gym. And Zach, who's Jim? Gonna... Why are you hitting him? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We got the other two showing up, so we have to. Six oh, a.m. Yeah. I gotta text them. They text us a while back. My phone's dead though. Oh, they're like, that was where we're going. They're getting all. Robbie's all pumped up. So. We're definitely, let's keep in contact, and I'll, when, when time come put in, you know, if you need some help, you know. I do need some help navigating that website. That, that Arizona GFD is it's not very user-friendly. Just no. give me a call. I will, I will lend my, I'm always about helping, so give me a call. I'll help you. You're the man. Appreciate so, it. We'll appreci- do it. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate you spending your time with us. Anytime. All right. See well, you, Cato. See you guys. Appreciate everybody listening today. And we'll see you next week.